Welcome to Whisper Town, provocative topics discussed freely. I've got Stephen with me today. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How are you? We're back again. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm very good. I'm very good. Very good. Um, today should be a more upbeat episode. Um, the name of it, In Other Not-So-Serious News. Okay. So you, you, we're looking for we're looking to sift through all of the uh, other cheerful news uh, around the world and, and find some some uplifting stories. Yes, Should it be. has not been easy trying to find positive, uplifting, or amusing things considering what we've all been going through for the last couple of months. No uh, but I've picked out four things. So, I think I will start. Number four on my list is Bernie Eccleston, the ex-Formula One owner and billionaire, has become a dad again at the ripe old age of 89. (laughs) Bernie's at it again. He's at it again. At the age of 89. And it's just a happy story. To think that after he's lived such a long and enjoyable and fruitful life, one assumes, he's still happy enough to spread his seed further at the ripe old age of 89 and become a dad again. Well, It's just, it's just pleasing. He's, he's ensuring his you know legacy lives on in, as, as widely as it is spread. Didn't he not so long ago get divorced? Wasn't his was, wasn't his divorce one of the like world world records, like uh, split in terms of money going to the other party? Well, yes, his wife Slavika Radic, um, she's on the Sunday Times Rich list. As I mentioned on the episode one of the Whisper Town podcast, um, she has a net worth of seven hundred and forty million pounds, and source of her wealth is divorce. Divorce, yeah. So, so we'll we'll call that overnight money. <laughs> I will reserve comment. <laughs> Okay, but you know, well, well, well done, Bernie. I think he made he made slightly slightly other <laughs> round of applause. He made some slightly other some some other headlines. I think this past week, uh, which probably overshadows the the baby news, which is probably why I why I missed that. But okay, yeah. Well, so that's number four then, Bernie Eccleston. Congratulations, sir. Number three on my list is a gem. And only such gems can come from Kanye West running <laughs> for the US presidency. I heard about this one. This is, is funny on multiple levels. 
Um, and some of which I will reserve from commenting on. Okay. But the fact that after everything Mr. West has been through and the fact he's Kanye West, the fact that he's actually considering running for president is just funny. I, I can't take it seriously. I can't take him seriously. And it feels like another Kardashian West marketing ploy. Uh, I note that Kanye has recently released an album. Um, <laughs> so it just feels like one of those. I, 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 I don't believe he believes he's being serious. Yeah. So I think, I think it, we can classify that as the ultimate delusion of grandeur. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, Kanye is, Kanye is an interesting enigmatic, you know, figure as a, as a producer, un- unquestionably he, he's, you know, groundbreaking as an artist. Goat, goat. As an artist, I'm not sure why people really care so much. Um, I think when an, when an artist has to spend a considerable period of time telling you that they are the, the greatest artist that's ever lived, it's, mm, yeah, it, it doesn't usually work like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the singular person that that works, that, that worked for, that, that I'm happy to stand by that is Muhammad Ali. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I am the greatest, you know, like, I think, yeah, Kanye, Kanye is not, is not Muhammad Ali. Um, but, you know, fair dues to him. He keeps finding ways of reinventing himself. Um, I think becoming the president of the United States would be the most phenomenal reinvention uh, in the history, probably, of that country uh, for, for, for numerous reasons. Um but yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I did sit down earlier and think, is there any way in any parallel universe where Kanye West becoming president would be possible? And I did sit down and think, he does have a wife who has probably got one of the largest social media followings on the planet. Would that be enough? Yeah, yeah. So, so now, now we're getting into the grounds, the foundations on which we're deciding who a, a reasonable candidate would be, and we're semi-legitimately discussing the, the legitimacy of him actually running and the the potential of it. I mean, after President Trump being elected, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that opens the door to. <laughs> why not from a whole bunch of other people i mean like if, if you think about sort of figures from either like the celebrity world going into politics and, and being successful i mean you have you have you know arnold schwarzenegger yeah, um one, once upon a year ago running and becoming the the governor um or the governator as he was lovingly lovingly dubbed <laughs> once upon a time. But the, the, the difference is he, he did have genuine political aspirations and he, he was a, a, a governor proper, not, not as a, not, not a comical sort of figure. Um, you know, see previous governor reference as, as my point there. He actually was a pretty decent governor. In fact, he was yeah. reelected, I believe. Um, so Yeah. Kanye, on the other hand, trading, trading. Can you imagine? 
Kim and Kanye on the campaign trail. <laughs> oh uh, my goodness. I mean, the the scary the scary part is that Kanye may actually get a proportion of the Trump supporters after <laughs> after what happened. Yeah, did you see from the you know, Trump's yeah. election, Kanye was yeah. was up there and you know, doing stuff. So I don't know. Was that was that was that foresight on his part? Was he planning this all this time to sort of, you know, cast his cast his hat in in the vote? And he thought to himself, you know what? Between between the the you know the Kardashian Jenner households, we have we have all sectors covered. You know, we have <laughs> the young generation. We have the 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 trans community covered. Um, by, by by extension, we have the 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 black community covered. We have, you know, yep. is that <laughs> if you were, I mean, if, you're making a strong argument right now. Listen, listen. I mean, the the way people, the way society is going, and um, the influence that social media and social stars sort of have over people's lives and their ability to influence influence cultures, right? It's one step away from influencing voting, um, but I think on a on a on a more more serious note. <laughs> sorry to bring it back. I know we're having a a lighthearted session this time. Yeah. But in terms of political political statements, I think my my favorite political statement was um, Beyonce's class of twenty twenty graduation speech that she made. Now. If I wanted to to back a first lady and a, and a, and someone for president, I would be quite firmly behind Jay Z and and Beyonce as um, as the next you know president of the United States with a phenomenally strong first lady. It's sort of like you know twinning Barack's situation. Not yeah. not not really sure. Um, you know, President Z. Is, is is going to be all that catchy though a headline um you know he he may have to revert to his actual name but yeah no but beyonce's beyonce's as i said beyonce's uh class of 2020 graduation speech if i'm, I'm not sure if anyone saw it you can check that out online it's uh, over yeah. nine minutes long there's a beautifully articulated powerful message um Kanye's again. Kanye's would he would probably he would probably twin his campaign launch with a, another album release. Um, <laughs> he he already yeah. I mean, my man already you know cornered the uh, the the religious you know sector. So with his with his previous works, when his album yeah. sales weren't doing that great, he then you know you know monetized religion. He then monetized Jesus. Um, so, you know, yeah. he's, he's either, he's either smarter than most people realize under the guise of being crazy, which sort of puts him on a parallel with, with Trump. But anyway, that's a, that's well, a, well, sorry, go ahead. I was, was, was going to say that for me on different levels, Kanye West is on the edge. Uh, and what I mean by that is he's on the edge between insanity and or extreme creativity he's just on that edge well that's and that's that's the edge that's the 
edge where genius resides, isn't it? Well, this the thing. So I've been following Kanye West as an artist or musical artist, in, in, in to be more specific, for since two thousand and four, five. Through, through, through the wire, I think was was uh, two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, about that. And I was aware of Kanye West before then. Producing, well, obviously because, he, because he of produced. His producing, so, produced a lot for Jay Z, didn't he? Um, yeah. So for me, in terms of musical production, and I'm really trying to trap my mind back. I don't think there's any other producer that I can actually say is a complete and utter goat. Uh, I think Kanye West wins that hands down, especially for the last 15, 16 years in terms of music production. Ooh, through, I stand corrected. Through the Wire was actually two thousand and three. Um, okay, uh, I think that's a that's a that's a different conversation. Um, I, yeah. I, I I wouldn't necessarily rate Kanye quite quite as high highly. I think I I probably have some some producers before pre-Kanye, leading up to Kanye, who are still, you know, around, who's had a, a deeper, subtle, more subtle influence. Um, I'll just, I'll just mention one, one production company, the Neptunes. Um, Neptunes versus Kanye. Oh, listen, listen, somebody needs to speak to Swiss oh. Beats. Um, and and Timberland and and get that versus on Swiss, yeah. I mean, Cut, no, no. In terms of, the, I mean, those two run the versus platform, right? That's that's Swiss Beats and, and and Timberland that came up with verses. But you know, uh, Neptune's versus Kanye from a from production point of view, I think a lot of people don't realize just how much the Neptune's have actually produced because they weren't really a known entity as face. I mean, uh, Kanye was the same in the beginning. Um, yeah. because he was a bit behind the scenes. He was always brash and he was always trying to get on. But the Neptunes have been around for a long time and have produced a lot of a lot of hits that a lot of people wouldn't even necessarily know was them. I like I like that story though. Kanye Kanye West running for but he said for the 2020 present president presidency didn't he as in this year like he's running yeah. for this year he's a bit late in the in in the day but he actually thinks he's going to run for it now for this year, this is why it's got to be a joke. As as it can't be serious. For 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 which for which party? Independence. He hasn't said. Independence. He hasn't said. Well, it has to be independent because the candidates for the for the main for the main parties have already been selected, right? So you're not you're not now going to contest, <laughs> you know, uh, the the Republican seat or the the, the Democratic seat. You're not going to unseat Biden, or not that he would go in under the Democratic. Uh, side anyway in my opinion so he would have he would have to be independent um otherwise what we have to do is we have to wait around and see what he does next because you know publicity you know focuses that attention for a reason and he often has some reason for you to pay attention to him when he starts talking his nonsense sometimes no he's just flogging <laughs> his gear or his wife's gear he can't be serious there's no way He's even got the... No, it's not going to happen. All right. Number two on my list. Takashi69 owning his snitch status <laughs> and uh, breaking Instagram's uh, live record 
in the process. Yes, yes. Um, so Takashi Takashi Six Nine. Now, a bit of background for anybody who who doesn't know, Takashi Six Nine was affiliated with the 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 I can't remember the name of the gang. Um, Trey Bloods. Yeah, the, the the Trey Bloods gang, and in short. To save himself some considerable prison time, he snitched on pretty much everybody. Like he 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 laid it he laid it all down. Um, but in the states, you know, the 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 land of the the plea deal, um, you trade all of you know the the crimes you've committed uh, for either a reduced sentence or no sentence. You know, in terms of who you who you snitch on. So. He, you know, some of his crimes included, you know, um, putting out hits on people, um, and I don't mean in a musical sense, um, <laughs> you know, and and various other criminal activities. Not not some not some small, you know, charges. There are quite some significant ones, but to balance that out, he he snitched on everybody, so he went to prison, and you know that was all fine. Global global pan- pandemic uh, came around, and you know there was a review of the the sort of jail system when there was an increased uh, prevalence of COVID nineteen in in prisons. A lot of people are wondering how did that happen? Who's <laughs> who's who's coming in and going quite freely in, in in prison, or is it just new people bringing it in? So as part of their program of assessing the, the capacity in prisons he it was decided that he would be released early <laughs> under under you know this this particular uh, guidance and when that was announced I think I remember seeing all of the memes <laughs> flying about what Takeshi would be doing on on release um, <laughs> some of the favorite ones were I think you remember you shared this one uh, with me, Anthony, if I recall. It was the one where basically they parodied him with like the Flash, you know, yeah. <laughs> Takeshi, Takeshi on release from prison, and it was like you know running like the Flash past all yes. the landscapes because you know he he snitched on gang like a well known, well established gang that has zero qualms about you know murdering people, so. Yeah. So that was the whole that was the whole thing about it. So everyone thought, "Wow, okay, let's see how long he 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 goes without anything on towards happening to him." Well, flash forward a little period of time now, and we enter into the situation <laughs> whereby not only has he you know been released and he hasn't no one's exacted revenge on him, he's actually capitalized and, and benefited from that snitch status. Yes. Now, you would probably would you agree with me that from a from a cultural point of view in America, with snitches aren't high, a highly regarded group in terms snitches of snitches get stitches, right? So they aren't a overly well well thought of group amongst you know the the local you know the, the local no. populations, and you know many are, are famous celebrity have you know who live in those areas have their views and opinions about it um so so to come out and actually just own it 
to own it and <laughs> to to set the the the, the records the the stream record is is unbelievable so i i personally have refused to look at okay at the best of times I, I i refuse to look at anything of his anyway because as an artist i i, I can only describe him musically as garbage um i i i unfortunately stumbled across one of his sort of live radio show freestyle sessions um where where he was going in hard and no garbage just yeah <laughs> terrible terrible i i don't know why people follow him i don't know if it's because of the face tattoos the multicolored hair the the, the, the multicolored teeth i don't know what it is but he's terrible anyway <laughs> so i think where he is and i have to give him some commendations here his masterful manipulation of social media deserves some form of accolade because a couple of days when before he came out and the rumours were rife that he was going to be released, I was one of the people sharing some of the memes just out of pure <laughs> humour because it's just like, how is he even going to speak up for himself? Like, Does he actually think he's going to have a career after this? Because there was a rumour that came out that when he was in um, one of his court appearances, he actually said he needs to get out as soon as possible so he can resume his music career. And at the time, I laughed out loud, thinking, "What career? That career is firmly dead." Um, well, don't don't forget, he actually he actually struck um, his latest record deal whilst he was in prison. Yes, like I, <laughs> you know, which I found humorous at the time, thinking, "Well, he, you know, the community is not going to let this one." lie down he's not really going to have much of a strong fan base because people don't like snitches generally is how the stereotype goes um but no i didn't consider the fact that he would actually eight mile himself yeah and just call it out and say yeah snitched and here's why and you'd be stupid not to in the same scenario and you're just like oh oh okay um, um, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I, I watched, I watched, uh, an interest, interesting, uh, vlog, uh, that featured the comedian D.L. Hughley, um, who is one of the most, uh, phenomenally intelligent comedians I've, I've ever listened to speak, um, and you know they were talking about uh takeshi and he sort of he sort of pointed out to exactly that so in terms of why he snitched and what the alternative sort of was and that potential shift in the consciousness around around stitching whereby it's it's looked at it's looked at logic logically as opposed to reputationally now mm. it's like well yeah so the alternative is you don't see the outside of a prison for the next 45 years or you a 
assist with removing a collection of other bad people from the streets and trade trade some freedom for it. You know, there's a there's a simple logic logic there that would dictate that. Well, well of course, why 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 wouldn't you do that? Versus yeah. the, the the cultural thing about you know you're you're not down you you know you're not you're not diehard you're not representative by by stitching um so yeah i mean i i thought that he was going to come out and go straight into sort of uh either some sort of witsec <laughs> program but uh if you haven't seen takashi 69 um <laughs> that that would that would be that would be one of he, you know, one of the, the greatest physical transformations to actually disguise him and make him unrecognizable uh, from how yeah. he is. Um, but yeah, he came out, smashed it. I saw he he collaborated collaborated with um, uh, Nicki Minaj. Again, I think there yeah, was there was a song again. there was a song called Trolls or something like that. Um, yeah, that that you know subsequently came out. So yeah, so he came out and he's living quite well yeah he's he's doing real numbers so mm. you know congratulations to him uh, on owning his snitch status yeah. and smashing records in the process and and just for balance so we'll, we'll have to point out some of the charges that he'd previously been convicted of or were in or were pardoned as part of his stitch agreement were charges of was it either sexual abuse or activities with with underage uh, girls as well? So it's an interesting one. Yes. Okay. So number one on my list. You mean you can top? You can top Kanye? Kanye for president? Yes. <laughs> and 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 the the snitch switch. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I can top that. Um, even thinking about this, I've got a big smile on my face. And it is the Tiger King, <laughs> Mr. Joe Exotic. Um, <laughs> this is TV gold, right? Yeah. The Tiger King is TV gold. Anyone who's not watched the Tiger King series on Netflix... Um, I would say others are available, but there aren't. Right? You can only find it on Netflix. Go and watch it if you've not. You're, you have missed out tremendously on pre-COVID uh, humour. Right? I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I remember somewhere near the beginning of lockdown, we, we had a conversation around what we were watching and, and, yeah. and so forth. And, you know, I think I was talking about some other shows and I sort of said, and you said at the time, no, no, the only, the only thing I've, I've seen really was Tiger King. He's like, if you haven't seen it, you have to go and watch it. <laughs> I remember you sort of yeah. exclaiming. I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> and, then, and then I saw the trailer for it. And then I thought, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> and then so I, sub- so I subsequently haven't actually watched it. But for something that I haven't seen, I've heard an awful lot about. Um, Particularly with his his current state, but I'll let you fill in those gaps because I'm I'm not as familiar with with uh, this one. Okay, so this show shouldn't be a show that 
I would even pay any attention to or be interested in remotely. Imagine a, uh, the scene where you have a guy who is fabulously gay and fabulously flamboyant. However, he runs a zoo. And he runs a zoo full of tigers and other exotic animals. Which in itself is fine. It's normal, you know. That's fine. Mm. In 21st century America. However, if I told you a guy who's fabulously gay and tremendously flamboyant is in prison for two murder for hire charges, animal cruelty, um, he ran for president three times and obviously failed. <laughs> had a parallel music career and had a diss track against another woman who also had a zoo, who was his main competitor, and who he had the murder for hire charges against. You wouldn't believe me. I can, I, I can tell you this with 100% certainty. Takeshi 69 snitched on him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's got to be someone like Takashi because, <laughs> to be honest, it's, I mean, I obviously don't have all of the details of what Joe Exotic allegedly did, and I have only watched the Netflix show, so... Is that is that I his name? To... Is that his name, Joe what? Exotic? That is his sort of stage name. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is his stage name. And... You need to watch the show for you to know what I mean by fabulously gay. Because it's not the fact that he's gay that's humorous. It's the way he carries himself is absolutely hilarious. Like, I, I just, you just need to watch it. You, I can't explain it. I can't put it into words. I've chosen the words fabulously gay. I've chosen the words, um, well, I've not even said it yet. He's complete and utter eccentric. He... Do you know what? Anyone who's not seen it, just watch it and then we can have a conversation because it is just it's just TV gold. Like I had to binge watch the whole series. It was just it was just so good and obviously the end of it is that he's actually in prison but it was so good that by popular demand there was a additional episode that got recorded mainly because People wanted a almost like a finale on the show, mm. and it, it it got commissioned post production um, due to popular demand, which which oh, was wow. welcomed because we just needed to know what where everybody else was following on from from the actual TV series because mm. there were so many different side stories to the main story that to be honest, I mean, it's they need to do a follow up. I mean, it made enough of an impact. Like one of the things that I saw in passing. So bear in mind, I just like to remind everyone that I've not seen the show. I don't know why I feel like I need to keep stating that. Um, <laughs> um, You're just too bougie, Stephen. That's all it is. I, I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> so the only thing that I've seen around that is, you know, you have the whole sort of pandemic, you know, COVID situation and all of the memes about, you know, Border, border 2020 calendar 
waste of money that was, you know, kind of kind of jokes and things that come up. And one of the things that I saw was, you know, you know, COVID nineteen pandemic. We had the tiger. You know, everyone knew everyone knew about the Tiger King. Everyone forgot about the Tiger King. Everyone remembered about the Tiger King again yeah. because we went to prison. So it, it it seemed to be punctuated by what actually happened with the the Tiger King during during this period. But um, I, I shall I shall take your take your word on 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 the uh, entertainment value of of the show. Yeah, it's just it's just me and my bougie self will uh, <laughs> just listen to everyone else's opinions about it. <laughs> Trust me, it's not a show you're going to watch for any form of academic or professional enlightenment in any way, shape or form. The, it is, the majority of the shows that I watch aren't. So, <laughs> Oh, no, but you, you didn't let me land. You didn't let me land. What I was also going to say is, and it's also not a show that you would watch because you'd be interested in in, in anything remotely similar to sort of zoology or anything I was going like to say, just, like, zoology, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it It's just a complete random piece of TV gold. That, that That's all I can say. It, <laughs> it's just pure humour. Like, there's so many random things, like, and some of which are, like, some of the stuff in there isn't funny. Like, some of the allegations about animal cruelty isn't funny, for example. Uh, and the fact that someone accidentally killed themselves wasn't funny. But all of these events and the way they were edited in the show, I, I don't know how to describe it. It, it was it, I, I have to say, it's the only thing that's given me pure humour this year, is, is watching the, 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 the Tiger King. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you you okay. I think you you were right. Aside, I mean, even the fact that, that I, by my own admission, I have not seen the show. I think we've managed to top Kanye for president and Takeshi Six Nine, who obviously snitched on the Tiger King. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think that's it. I mean, I struggled. I mean, I scraped around to find those. I mean, there was another one, but I didn't think it was funny because I, I never, well, I never stumbled across it. And, and this is, um, it was some challenge. I'm not sure if you saw the Dolly Parton challenge. I never saw it. So no, it couldn't have been no, that funny. Didn't, didn't hear about that one. Well, so, so it wasn't worth mentioning. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, there really wasn't anything else. I mean, was there anything you stumbled across? And not, nothing that we would regard as cheerful. Um, just just one current situation that that has me curious, um, mostly about what a marmot is um, that people in Asia seem to be hunting and eating, and getting the bubonic plague is. Um, but that's not a light-hearted, cheerful story. But the the well, marmot, the marmot being hunted and eating is a is an interesting one. Can can people stop hunting and eating the marmot, please? Because we don't we don't need the bubonic plague to make a resurgence. I think we we've we've been dealing with quite enough just at present. 
Oh, you know, I've just Googled marmot and it is, and I'm going to say it's another rodent. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there we go. I mean, I, I'm quite sure, like, it's logical to everyone that if rodents are consumed, then diseases that impact rodents could cross over into the human population. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think for me the, the 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 recent case isn't the only sort of case. It's not like this is the first case of the bubonic plague in the last you know thirty years or so. I think there were like four cases last year, uh, another two uh, elsewhere before the latest one. Um, yeah, but all down to this, all down to the marmot. What happened to that suggestion that coronavirus originated from quote unquote wet market um, and it originated from a bat? I mean, is that something that's still being peddled by the media or not? Not, not so much. I, th- I, th- I think we've we've shifted focus well on, in in some respects in terms of outright just wet market not pointing a very specific finger i think uh, mi mi6 are not letting go of the theory of um, covid-19 being developed in a lab in wuhan um, as opposed to consumed you know consumed meat from a from a wet market uh, i think they're focusing on the potential of it being a, a, a deliberate thing as opposed to happenstance mm-hmm. well but yeah i've i i've i mean i've looked i tried to find some things but but to be honest i i i've got nothing i've got <laughs> i've got nothing that competes That's with fair. your top four Fair enough, then. 